for the peace of Jerusalem, pray. And so we do as a group of bishops. We gather every year, usually in the Holy Land, to pray for the peace of what I heard one Palestinian call yesterday, very touchingly, our Lord's Land. He's the parish priest of Holy Family Parish in Gaza. And he was making a plea to us bishops to help save the Christian presence from dying out in our Lord's land. I'll say a little bit more about that shortly. To come back to the group of bishops, it's usually called the Holy Land Coordination. But I'd often wondered what these bishops coordinated exactly. It makes a lot more sense when you hear its full name, which is the coordination of Episcopal conferences in support of the Church of the Holy Land. That does explain who we are, a group of bishops representing Episcopal conferences that wish to support the Church of the Holy Land. And our chair, Bishop Declan Lang, reminds us at the start of every visit what precisely we're about in that regard, that we're about four Ps, as he puts it, pilgrimage, prayer, presence, and persuasion. Pilgrimage, prayer, presence, and persuasion. I think those four nouns cover quite a lot. They imply much listening for a start. And listening is what we've been doing for four days now. I want to tell you what struck me most deeply in all that we've been listening to. The first is a concern for Jerusalem itself. A concern that Jerusalem is struggling to remain the city of the three Abrahamic faiths of Judaism, Christianity and Islam. A sense that Christianity and Islam are being marginalised in the holy city and what one is seeing is a Judaization of Jerusalem. Linked to this is a real concern that Christianity might disappear from the holy land itself. This takes us back to Gaza where the parish priest refers to his land as our Lord's land. He explained that in the whole of Gaza, there are only 1,000 Christians left. The rest are all Muslims. He only has 132 Catholics in his parish. There was a move by politicians in Gaza, he told us, to suggest Christians shouldn't be greeted with the salutation, Happy Christmas this year. Yet the most needy in Gaza of whatever faith are heavily reliant on Christian charity. Of all the house visits to COVID patients in Gaza this year, 60% of them were carried out by Catholic Caritas. Next door to that parish of the Holy Family in Gaza, Mother Teresa sisters look after 50 children with learning disabilities. Not one of those children is Christian, they're all Muslim and very beautiful too. Without Christian charity, the poorest would fall right through the net. And that same reality is true for Christian institutions all over the Holy Land. The Latin Patriarchate is in severe financial difficulties. Running at a deficit, many of its key institutions are threatened, its hospitals, its schools, so vital to feed the Christian ethos into Palestinian society, risk having to close. The complete lack of Christian pilgrims and tourists brings both a financial hit and the loss of a huge Christian presence. What has also come across in our listening is the radical injustice which continues towards Palestinians. This too contributes to the fragility of the Christian presence. There's a growing sense of the Jews not wanting Palestinians as neighbours, as one person put it. 
There are regular attacks on Palestinians seeking to resist Israeli settlement expansion. There is the whole injustice of vaccinations being denied to Palestinians who live under Israeli control. While Israel sets out to lead the world in terms of vaccinating Israelis, the Palestinians have to beg help from the World Health Organization and negotiate with Russia for jabs. As we stand back from all we've heard, one reflection which has emerged quite forcibly from our discussions is the need for an interfaith witness to justice in the Holy Land. This thought got me reflecting about the wonderful way Christians, Muslims and Jews have all combined in central London during the pandemic to feed the poor. Surely in the Holy Land, there must be men and women of goodwill within each of the three Abrahamic faiths who share a similar conviction that we need above all to protect the poorest of the poor and together. It's been instructive to hear from people on the ground the injustices and hardships being experienced. Our inability not to be present there physically is nothing compared with what's being suffered by so many there. But it's touching to hear them say how much they miss our presence. And I look forward to returning hopefully next year. I look forward to arriving back in Jerusalem, returning to the psalm with which I began and saying to myself once again, as I always say on entering the city, I rejoiced when I heard them say, let us go to God's house. And now our feet are standing within your gates, O Jerusalem. I look forward not just to arriving back, but to continue encouraging the Christians of our Lord's land that their presence isn't just important, but actually vital.